Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, my name is Alan Haas, welcome back. And you heard right, the choice is going away. Where there is a new law going into place that is going to force a good chunk of federal employees into Medicare, whether they like it or not, the choice of going into Medicare or not going into Medicare is going away, right? And if I had to guess, this is probably going to spread to all of federal employees very, very quickly. So, if you have not heard, there is a USPS reform bill that has already passed through the House and the Senate. And by the time I'm recording this, it has not been signed by the president yet. But the, the likelihood of that is very, very high. Now, again, this bill, as of now, will only affect USPS federal employees. So if you don't work for USPS, it won't affect you yet. But again, if I had to guess, this sort of thing is going to be implemented later in a future bill for all federal employees. And the reason I say that is because it saves the government money, okay? So let's talk through some of the big things that are in this bill and how it's gonna affect you guys as federal employees. Number one, one of the major things that this bill is gonna change is it is, not, it is going to stop the obligation for USPS to pre-fund retirement health insurance expense for their retirees retiring from the USPS. What does that mean? Well, that means before they had to put a huge chunk of money aside when people retire to pre-fund with the USPS, what the, your agency, right, would pay for your health insurance into retirement. So that would take billions and billions of dollars out of their budget they'd have to put aside and not use to actually upgrade things and do things. Now, of course, they're still going to pay for your health insurance like they, can, like they are right now. But the difference is they don't have to pre-fund it years and years in advance. So that's not going to affect you guys and your health insurance, but it will help them on their budgets to make things run smoothly. So that's number one. Second, to lower costs, they're going to force federal employees, if, they want to, if you want to keep FEHB, your health insurance, you are going to have to enroll in Medicare when you turn 65. And when I say Medicare, that's Medicare A and that's Medicare B. Well, what does that mean? Well, Medicare errors, Medic, <laughs> Medicare A is free, right? So that's a no-brainer anyway. You're going to want that anyway at 65, no matter what. But Medicare Part B is not free, right? It costs money. And right now, the lowest premium is $170 per month per person, right? So if, if it's you and your spouse, well, you're looking at $300-some a month at the minimum. Now, if you have income over certain levels, you're going to be paying more, right? So who is this going to affect? Well, about 75 to 80% of federal employees that are retired and, and eligible for Medicare are actually already enrolled into Medicare, right? So it's going to affect the 20, 25% of people that would not have taken that, but will be forced to, right? And if you have higher than average income, now, if you want to see kind of the brackets and what income levels would actually mean higher Medicare Part, Part B premiums, if you just Google, you say, hey, Medicare Part B premiums, the first one will pop up, there'll be a chart, different income levels based on if you're married, you're single, and how it's going to affect how much you pay for Medicare. Now, one huge thing that this is going to bring about, it's going to be ever more crucial for you guys as federal employees, whether you're a USPS employee who is going to be forced into Medicare, or you're just a regular federal employee who's probably going to get on Medicare because it makes sense for a lot of people, right? It's so crucial to get on a FEHB plan that merges super well with Medicare. It'll save you thousands of dollars every year easily, right? For example, 
right now, now I can't speak for this in the future, if you're watching this in the future, right now, Aetna Direct is a fantastic plan to merge with Medicare. Now, does it make sense for everybody? But guess what? If you're married, they, they repay you. They pay you in your pockets $1,800 every year to go towards paying for Medicare Part B, which is awesome. And Aetna Direct's premiums are super low, especially compared to things like Blue Cross Blue Shield Standard. I mean, it's, it's a fraction of the cost, right? So there's plans out there that merge really well with Medicare, where they waive deductibles and co-pays and all these things. So in, in retirement, you have a great set of insurance. So that things happen, you're paying very, very little out of, out of pocket, right? That's huge. But at the same time, it's affordable every month, which is exactly the sort of thing you're looking for in retirement. Now, again, I can't, I can't promise Aetna Direct is going to be perfect. There's tons of plans out there that do similar things. And more and more, there's more and more plans that are meant to merge with Medicare, Okay, so, okay, I know that's a lot of information, but here's the deal. As of now, as things are written right now, this, this bill is actually going to go into effect when it comes to the Medicare side in January 1st, 2025. So we got a couple years, right, before this actually hits, and it's going to apply to everyone in USPS, a USPS federal employee, that is going to be younger than 64 come January 2025. If you're 64 or older, January 1st of 2025, then this actually won't apply to you and you'll still have the choice. But for you, of course, younger folks or your you know, early 60s or 50s, whatever, looking to retire here, it's certainly going to affect you. Again, just to be clear, this only affects USPS federal employees at this point. But if I had to guess, this is going to save them billions of dollars in money. And the reason it is because Medicare has a lot of built-in cost-cutting things. And so when they merge with Medicare, it lowers the cost that USPS actually has to fund, which is good news for them. And so if I had to guess, once they do this a little bit, then the other federal agency in Congress is going to say, hey, let's do that. That saves them a bunch of money. Let's actually make all the other federal employees get into Medicare as well. And this isn't new, right? We know that if you're on TRICARE as, let's say, a military retiree, well, guess what? TRICARE forces you to go into Medicare, A and B, if you want to keep TRICARE. So it's not new, but it would be new to federal employees. So that's the scoop. If you have any thoughts or questions or things you heard on this, or maybe something changed since I recorded this, put in the comments below, share. We all try to improve, learn, get better, and be prepared for retirement. So again, if you're new here, consider subscribing so you can learn more and get the most out of your federal retirement. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon.